Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. Uh, we were down on Friday as our office. We're finishing uh, remodeling here at the Phoenix office. Uh, we have the new floors are in. Uh, we're, we're unpacking. The electronics are up. The studio uh, is up and running, and and uh, we're getting closer. We're almost done. We can uh, see the finish line as the, the the paint's up, the floors are in. We got a few little things to do, but uh, give us a couple of days, and we'll be right back uh, to where we're always been. Uh, Brittany's got her hands, uh, well, her work's cut out for her in the shipping room. We may have been aggressive in the throwing out of stuff that's all i'm saying i, I don't know we we, we may <laughs> we may have wanted to keep a few things but uh, we should be uh back up to speed here in the next couple of days uh but every, everything's on track uh, metals plans uh they they've been out uh, if you haven't gotten your box for your metals plan call us uh so we can figure it out chances are it's sitting at the post office uh, but but let us know if that hasn't happened because th- those have been done uh, for a couple of weeks now. Uh, but 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 let us know. We're we're ready now. The computers are back up. We can track your products, do all that stuff, um, and we appreciate all of your patience there on Friday. As uh, well, we you know it's got to be done about every fifteen or twenty years. You got to get it done so that it was just time to get it. Uh, got an event. This Friday at the radio station in Colorado, uh, Jason will be providing all the details for everybody. Uh, should be a, a, a fun one. We took a week off, let everybody recharge their batteries uh, and have another great event there. Don't forget uh, on the 1360 website, uh, make sure you check out the blog. A lot of great articles up there. Uh, we, we're really very consistently uh, putting articles up there all the time now. Uh, check those out. Go to the podcast. Uh, we've got a new uh, murder mystery podcast. That's a lot of fun. We're going to be adding, as a matter of fact, I had Ryan in my office. Um, it was I think it was Thursday he came in. And we're going to be adding a CBD podcast uh, to the podcast page, uh, and it's going to be uh, the guys for My Kind CBD. Uh, we're going to try to get one done for every single product uh, that we carry. Uh, the, the, we're we're going to try to keep them between five and ten minutes long, so you can uh, get a better understanding of of what CBD can do for you. I mean, these guys, and and I've and I've said this from day one, as we've learned so much more about uh, this wonderful product. These guys are the best of the best. They are serious about health and beauty and and taking care of your body in a natural way. Uh, no chemicals and you know all these nasty things uh, that that they try to to get us to use all the time. Uh, if you want to get away from uh, popping pills all day long, uh, give some, give our CBD products a try. They're the best of the best and and. When you, you know, when you, you always want the best of the best. Just sometimes the cost of getting the best is astronomical. 
not with us. Uh, MyCon CBD uh, has come up with a great pricing, uh, and we're sharing that with all of you. Go out to the 1360, uh, hit the shopping cart button, uh, and I'll just tell you, their best products, hands down. Uh, the, the, the tinctures, the, I, I use the 3,000 because I'm a bigger guy, but the 3,000 and the 1,000 milligram tinctures, uh, the retinol cream, uh, my wife, huge fan. And, and, you know, just use it. My wife wanted everyone to know, hey, uh, when you're first starting out, you may not want to use it every day. It's pretty powerful stuff. Uh, but the retinol cream is, is it's one of those things. They spend a lot of time and effort uh, in doing clinical studies on that. And then the salve uh, and the lotion, are, are they're spectacular. So uh, give them a shout. I know they can help you. Uh, go out to the website, 1360 KHNC. Hit the shopping cart button and and check it all out there online as well a lot of things to talk about uh, over the weekend are we going to see the very first water emergency when it comes to the colorado river this summer it appears like uh it is you know it's funny we went uh me, me and hans we went to las vegas uh, with a group of buddy of ours, you know they've got this bypass. You can't, right? you can still go over the dam, uh, but now there's a bypass. So if you, you know, if you don't want to actually go to the dam, uh, you can bypass it. It makes it, it saves about a half hour of drive time. Uh, but on the way back, we we drove up. It was dark when we drove up, but on the way back, there was a section there where you could see the lake. Wow, is it low? So low. Uh, and now they're saying it could affect. It's getting so low that power may start becoming a problem. All I'm saying is uh, be ready. You know, we we talk about inflation. We talk about all this stuff. And then there's these other things. You know, it's one thing when you just keep printing money and printing money and printing money. Now all of a sudden, hey, wait a minute. Um, you know, no offense, but, you know, Arizona, Nevada, uh, it's mostly desert. Right? You know, there, Sam Kinison used to do this great little bit about, you know, all these starving people in Africa. And he's like, you live in a desert! Right? right? You can't live in a desert. You can't grow food and water in the desert. I'd love to have a sign. Phoenix, now full. Please go away. It's the Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five die two. Oh man, it's Monday, you know, and uh, everybody's trying to get everything back and situated here. And uh, well, we're, we'll figure it out. We'll get there. Give us a few days. Uh, we're, we're not really sure if we're coming or going right now, but I'm going to tell you what this is. I've been wondering when this was going to happen, right? You know, uh, when you think about. Uh, you know, growth in growth cities and growth states. Uh, you know, Arizona, Nevada. You know, they come they come to mind, and and of course the the seven the seven western states uh, that you know we rely on the Colorado River for water. And if you've actually ever looked at the agreement between uh, the states and Mexico. It, it's it's pretty interesting because 
uh, just like the central bank, apparently they don't know how to do math because they know roughly, roughly, they know about how much water the Colorado produces, you know, obviously through, uh, you know, whether it's rain, snowpack, and, you know, all the, you know, let's call it nature. And yet they came up with this agreement with Arizona, California, Colorado, Nevada, New Mexico, Utah, Wyoming, and of course, Mexico. Okay. Okay. Hey, let's, let's share the water. Well, Lake Mead is going to fall below 1,075 feet. That's going to be the lowest it's ever been. Uh, and that's going to happen in June. And, I, there's, and, and as far as I can tell, there's nothing that could happen, you know, outside of uh, maybe if it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, other than that, uh, it's going to... Uh, drop below that level. Now that level is important because that sets up in the in this contract. If that was to happen, then you have what they call a a level one shortage condition. Arizona, Nevada, and Mexico will be affected uh, by this. Uh, level one condition. Arizona, by the way, uh, we stand to take the biggest hit. They're saying that we could lose roughly one third of our of of the water supply. And when you think about uh, the this contract, like I said, that the that we'd entered into, they actually agreed to draw more water than was actually being produced. Which, by design, eventually you're going to run out of water. Uh, but now they're saying that point uh, is coming. But here's the thing that makes it kind of uh, worse than, hey, you're going to have to do with less water, which obviously means one thing, right? The cost of water is going to cost even more. But they're now saying that the water levels at Lake Mead are going to drop to the point where the electricity generated at the Hoover Dam is going to be compromised. Uh, Obviously, that power serves millions of people in Arizona, California, and Nevada. And they're saying that um, that the future with less water, they've spent 10 years replacing parts of five of the dam's 17 turbines that rotate to generate power. Now, they're saying, now, I don't know if that means that those five can operate with less water, uh, but neither here nor there. They're saying that very soon there's going to be less power being generated uh, for for that. So again, what does that mean? Well, the simple answer is the cost of electricity and water for the Western United States is going to get awfully expensive. And again, with the amount of people moving here, 
it I don't even know if you could say, oh, well, no, it's a drought, you know, the, the drought, the drought, this, that, the other, whatever it may be. But the, the issue really has to do with there's too many people with not enough water sources, and it is a desert. So, I don't know, maybe the, this wall, uh, we should put it up between us and California and just say no, no more water. But the problem is California relies on that water. Uh, you know, Arizona, Colorado, Mexico, uh, and, and they set up this agreement. And it's so funny because they want to tell you it's climate change and this, that, the other. I'm sure that's a factor. But when you came up with these agreements, and, and the Colorado River, um, I don't know, 14 billion gallons of water a year, something like that. And somehow you agreed to, hey, we're going to consume 16? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out, but I'm, I'm just pointing it out because it's going to be one of those things where you know what the outcome's going to be. The cost of living is going to go through the roof. Now, I wonder if the central bank's going to be able to, uh, you know, make those, <laughs> make those adjustments. Well, you know, you may have to do with less water and less power, but uh, it's it's a cleaner. And, of course, this is, uh, you know, hydropower. I, I don't know that. Could we build enough solar panels to replace the Hoover Dam? And they're building one out there. We saw it. We were driving past it. Uh, and, and you can see it goes up for miles and miles. and I, You just can't. There's not enough. There's not enough solar power to be able to replace what's going on at the dam. But well, I just pointed it out. It, it was kind of uh, interesting. We've been talking about this for a while now, uh, and it looks like it's finally here, and it's supposed to happen in June. We'll have the first where uh, two states... Nevada and Arizona, along with Mexico, uh, are going to start getting less water. Uh, and if the situation doesn't improve, then there's going to be some power issues uh, coming out of the Hoover Dam. And, and uh, I don't know how that would work. I mean, could we see rolling blackouts? You know, like we see it in California. Because they, they've tried to, and really the biggest problem in California, they've tried to go with too much renewable energy, which is unreliable. And it's caused all, you know, the rolling blackouts and things like this. And here, you know, it's not like this is new. We've seen it coming for years and years and years. I just don't know if there's any way you can actually make it up. But uh, in any event, this is the other thing, too. People don't think about this. What's it going to do? to the cost of a lot of things. Think about everybody in the West in these states and in Mexico. we got to remember, there's a lot of, of commerce and, and factories and output uh, right along the Arizona-Mexico-California-Mexico border that rely on this water and the electricity that it generates. Think about what it's going to do to the cost of products. 
How about today, Coca-Cola? I don't know if you saw it. They came out and said, listen, we got to raise prices all across the board. Uh, they, here's the thing. I haven't been able, they won't say how much. And you know if they were going to raise it 2 or 3%, they would have just said it. So it's going to be a big one. Why do I got the feeling it's going to be somewhere between 7 and 9%? I just do. Uh, and they said, here's what the Coke CEO said. He goes, we've been really well hedged. Because, you know, remember these companies, they, they, they know they're going to need, hey, we're going to need X amount of, of plastic, X amount of aluminum, X amount of cardboard, right, water. And they hedge it and they buy future contracts. But they said the problem is 2021 isn't nearly as bad, even though all the prices are rising now. He goes, we were pretty well hedged for that. The big problem that Coke and all these others are saying, wait till 2022. So it's almost a guarantee, even if prices stabilized here, which, by the way, copper up big again today. Uh, the Biden administration uh, put up plans to uh, stop. We're supposed to, here in Arizona, we, we, you know, we're the copper state. And I know... Uh, up like in Superior and Globe in Miami, we, we have big uh, copper-producing facilities. Uh, they were getting ready to reopen uh, a huge underground copper mine. The Biden administration has put this thing back on hold. Uh, and this is something, this is how long it takes. This is part, part of the problem that we have. This was something that was worked out under the Obama administration. And, and, and it's something where, and we talk about it in, in gold and silver quite a bit, where I tell you it takes a good 10 years to get a mind off the ground. And in the United States, it could take even longer. The problem with the United States, it's, we don't have a lot of the issues uh, where, where mines are in these you know, third world countries, they're underdeveloped, they're in the middle of nowhere, there's no roads, there's no power, there's no water, there's no people. Here, it's government bureaucracy. And so there's a major copper mine that was supposed to supply it. Now, I, I did not know this, and I learn something new every day, and I, at least I try to. You know, we, we sit here and we're talking about we're going to have water issues here in the West, we're probably going to have power issue. Not probably. We're going to have it. We already know. And things are going to get a lot more expensive. Do you know how many companies that produce uh, bottled water, produce soft drinks, right? All these other things that, that you need water to make. Use that Colorado River water. I mean, it's incredible when you think about it. And then you think about Hey, maybe your supply isn't the Colorado River. Now there's going to be more demand from those places as well. So you can see how this is going to work. But then they want the electric car. Right? Yeah, I mean, and again, we already, you know, I've been saying it forever. You think power is expensive now. Wait 10 years. Wait 10 years. You know, General Motors, Ford, they've all committed 
They don't want to produce any gasoline-powered vehicles by 2035. None. What I didn't know is the amount of copper needed to produce a single electronic vehicle. Now, think about this. We hardly produce any here, right? I mean, you got the Tesla, but, you know, when you really think about electronic vehicles, we sell... 17, 18 million new cars a year. That's just the new cars. We don't even have a million electric vehicles sold in a year. You know, I think Tesla, what what do they sell? I don't know, three, four hundred thousand vehicles. You know, then you throw all the rest of them. I mean, it's such a small fraction. Now imagine, let's fast forward 15 years. We're probably... Uh, be needing to sell just on population growth 20 to 22 million vehicles but did you know they need more than double the amount of copper just to produce one Patriot Radio News Hour 800-951-0592 Patriot Radio News Hour just, just little things that you know, they don't tell the whole story. You get fed what they want you to hear. Right? That, uh, you know, we need to kill all the cows. We need to have less people. We need to to, to have, you know, the, the issue with the, the weather changing. And, and, of course, the weather has been, you know, the earth gets hot, gets cold, gets hot, gets cold. It's been happening for millions of years. But nonetheless, right, we... We need to do all these things. And then you start looking at what it's going to cost. And and what's, what's happening uh, when, you know, no offense, but we allow for millions and millions of people to move to the desert. Probably not the greatest thing to do. I get it, you know. You, you love the weather and everything, but we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm just looking at at things, and I, and I'm when what I'm seeing is incredible stupidity, and and then the control of the media, and it's so funny. You know, my brother is a big TV executive. He he works for a company. That was small. It was a small company. Because there, there was rules when it came to media. How did we get here? Have you ever wondered how it is that we have so few choices in media? And now, of course, uh, it's so powerful, the social media sites... It, it, you don't say what they like, you're just blocked. I mean, that's it. You're blocked. No, we don't like that. We don't agree with what you're saying, so you're blocked. You know, obviously, you know, freedom of speech, freedom of the press, that's all gone. There's no freedom. But the answer is very simple. It's the same reason we have these mega banks. Used to be laws that would prevent this stuff. 
because people knew, hey, it's probably not a great idea to allow for media companies to have so much control that you could essentially uh, almost like have a monopoly on, on what gets out there. And same thing with banking. Hey, we don't want these banks to be too big because they can be a threat to wipe out hundreds of millions of people all at once. Right? That doesn't make any sense. That's not very smart. Right? It's like the, the, the whole thing with the Colorado River. Hey, just to make everybody happy, let's hand out more water than we actually have and then let's all act shocked when we run out. Then we'll blame it on the weather. It's not very smart. It's not very smart. But they changed the laws to allow this. And our elected officials change. Why would our elected officials change these laws? It really doesn't make much sense. And we know that answer as well. They got lobbied. They got wined. They got dined. They spend billions and billions and billions of dollars to get our elected officials to vote their way. And of course, what do they do? Oh, it'll be great, right? Let me tell you all the great things it's going to do for the people of your state. Of course, there's... You don't get to hear all the bad things. But they changed the law in media. And they said it was okay. It was okay for companies now to be as big as they want to be. Now, when we think about uh, 1360 as an example, as an independent radio station, they're almost non-existent now. You know, you hear about all the, like the iHearts and all that, and and what most people don't even realize, and this is this is the sad part. Most people don't even realize that these big media players they may own one, three, five, eight, ten different stations. In any one market. My brother, I'll use his company because it's a great example. When he first started working for them, they had like 20 TV stations. They now have, I think they're up to 150 stations. And he basically says, uh, anywhere there's people, yeah, we're there. And I know that Jason and Brian, they every once in a while they'll play that clip where all these local reporters are reading the same exact script. And this is what we have. Right? We're, we're being, you know, whether it's COVID, uh, climate change, whether it's uh, electric vehicles, whether it's uh, solar power, wind power, right? You, we're not given all of the information. And this is probably the most frustrating part. The reason why we're so divided is nobody gives everybody all the information. 
right? Because let's face it, hey, we're huge now. We're so big. We've got to do whatever it takes to make a profit. Let's fire, like in radio, let's fire all the local guys. Get rid of them. Right? We don't need those guys. Because you know what? Uh, they're too hard to control. Right? We'll just have a handful of guys. We'll have three to five guys or girls, whatever, personalities. And we'll put them on all of our stations. And they'll play 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Look at how much money we're going to save. And this is happening all over the place. And, and we're going to end up with exactly where we sit today. Uninformed. Right? Well, this is just what I got told and I believed it. And, and let's face it, it's, it's getting harder and harder for any of us to find out the truth. Do you really think your financial well-being is just A-OK and leave it to the central bank and the government? It's going to be wonderful. I hope you're not that naive. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back with the special next. 800-951-0592. Uneducated. Underinformed. And now we're paying the price. You know, it's funny. We don't even know financially when you think about it. You don't forget about all the the global warming stuff, division. Forget about how we got that way. Right? Set all that stuff aside. But we're on a path where the cost of everything is skyrocketing. Some of it. Uh, because of things, you know, like the the water problem, right? That's gonna that's gonna create higher prices. Just is. Hopefully, it doesn't get worse. But most of it is self inflicted gunshot wounds. And the biggest one of all, you know, and think about what they've done. Just you know, I always loved going back. You know, nineteen seventy one. The bankers really cemented their power. The gold window gets closed, mostly because countries decided they didn't want our debt anymore. That was what was happening. They wanted to get paid in gold. So they closed the gold window to stop that from happening. And then, of course, we really entered into we can print money out of thin air, and that's our answer to every problem. 1971, the deficit was $400 billion. And now we're talking about $30 trillion. Really, We're really talking closer to $40 trillion, but that's okay. How do we go from $400 billion to $40 trillion in such a short amount of time? Right? We went 195 years to get $400 billion, most of which was World War II, by the way, most of it. 
to 40 trillion in 50 years. And you get the illusion that you think your money's going to be safe? Are you kidding me? And where are the bubbles that we see, right? Well, they're obviously, you know, and I talk about the bond market all the time. Who in the right mind would buy a 10-year note yielding 1.6 or 1.7% when real inflation's like 9? Who? Who would do that? Who wants to put their hand up and say, yes, I would like to lose 7% of my money? Please. Please. Where, where do I sign up for that? The crash is coming. We're going to get the the digital currency and all that stuff and the haircuts and all the nastiness that comes along with it. It's right in front of your face. I know it's hard, though, because when you turn on TV, Jim Cramer doesn't say this. Right? The... the uh, uh, Maria Bartiromo doesn't say this. My financial planner doesn't say this. You know, my golfing buddies, you know, they don't know. They, they're, they're buying Teslas and Bitcoin. Be smart. Listen, and I've always told you this. I have nothing against 401ks and IRAs and life insurance and health insurance and annuities and all that. I don't. I love them. You should have them. You need to be diversified. But if you think that you don't have to own gold and silver to help you really come out the other end of this thing, you're sadly mistaken. And that's what we do. Uh, today, so the special for today, uh, the U.S. $5 Liberties. These are not the one ten. So we ran the one-tenth ounce gold eagles, right? That's a $5 American gold eagle. And this is how devaluation happens. Think about this. Up until 1933, a $5 gold piece was a quarter of an ounce. In 1986... A $5 gold piece is now a tenth of an ounce. So we we were running the tenth ounce last week. That's your modern issue $5 piece. This week, well, at least for today anyway, we're running the $5 Liberty piece. And, of course, these were minted between 1866 and 1907. Well, you know what's interesting between 1866 and 1907? You know how much inflation we had? Any guesses? Anyone? I'm going to tell you, none. Zero. Didn't Didn't exist when our money was gold and silver. They're $575 today. Uh, so they're uh, uh, you know less expensive per ounce than the one tenth ounce. Uh, this is the next best fractional gold piece uh, as far as spendability. The U.S. five dollar Liberty. Uh, again, this is the older one, eighteen sixty six to nineteen oh seven. A lot more gold in this coin than the one tenth ounce, uh, but they're five hundred and seventy five dollars at eight hundred nine five one. 
0592. Uh, gold's down about six bucks right now. 1772. Uh, you know, first. First little pullback, nothing major. Uh, silver's down today. Silver's at $25.80. Uh, uh, the Dow and the NASDAQ are both down several hundred points today. Uh, the only thing up, it's kind of ironic, crude oil. 63.21. Yeah, don't worry, there's no inflation. Oh, and, well, I shouldn't say the only thing because copper, copper, another big move today. 425 now on copper. It's your radio news hour. Final segment when we return. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Five dollar. The old ones. Five dollar liberties. Man. A hundred years ago. A five dollar bill and this five dollar liberty were the same. And really, for like over a hundred years, it was the same. And then the bankers got themselves in charge. And of course, we we, we know that uh, the game is rigged. We know this, but it's always rigged, one way or the other. Even be you know before uh, we left the gold standard. I mean, it's always rigged. Right, someone's always you know power. You know, it's like I say uh, with all this defund the police nonsense. The power vacuum will get filled. Always does, always will. But every time throughout history, always the same thing happens. It goes to zero. How does it go to zero? Well, it's funny. You ask that. Funny you ask that. They print way too much of it. You know, and I, and I tell the story quite often. You know, the, you know, we're talking about what you learn. You know, and you, your, your media outlets only tell you a little part of the story, never tell you the whole story. Like, if you knew the whole story behind all of these uh, unfortunate incidents where people had lost their lives and their the criminal histories and all this other stuff, you'd have a much different opinion. Believe me. But our founding fathers, the colonies, experienced this problem. You know, when they wrote the Constitution, the way they wrote the Constitution, because they had experience with the money changers, the bankers, and fiat money. Most people don't realize that. I mean, the Boston Tea Party, it was really about fiat money, believe me. And, and and this is just the world that we live in. And what, what you need to do is take part of what you've worked so hard for and put it into gold, put it into silver, and hedge yourself and be diversified. Our recommendation here is really simple. You need an ounce of gold for every year you've been alive. So if you've been alive for 50 years, well, you're going to need... Uh, 50 ounces of gold. If you want to do it in silver, well, then you're going to need about uh, 3,300 ounces. That's a lot of silver, by the way. But, But nonetheless, this is where we think you need to be. 
And remember, right now we think you need to be a little heavier allocated because we know what's coming. Right, the big bubble, right? We're getting ready here, right? The bubble pops and prices are out of control. And of course, oh, they don't, they never see anything, right? Go back to the financial crisis and the housing crisis. Oh, it's just froth. It's just a subprime problem. It's just this. It's just that. Of course, it turned out to be no. It was a debt problem. And it's always a debt problem. And the best protection against the debt problem is gold and silver. 800. 9510592 the US $5 liberties these are the old ones 1866 to 1907 at $575 god bless everybody and we'll be back tomorrow <laughs>